0: We'll be concluding Simon Reish Samech Kimmel today. We'll be doing Sif Yud Dalid until the end through Sif Yud Zayin, says Hashem. It says the Mechaber, If on a cloudy day the Tzibor made a mistake, and they thought it was nighttime, so they lit candles and they dab and of Shabbos. But then the clouds disperse and the sun is shining through and they realize it's not nighttime yet. So, they don't have to go back and daven mariv again. As long as they daven from plaga mincha and on. Because we know that the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda is anytime after plaga Mincha, you could be Yotze Mariv. So regarding Shabbos, regarding the Mariv, there's no need to repeat the tefillah. However, if it was an individual that made this mistake, not the tzibur, then he would have to go back and david marav again, even though he david marav after Pelag and Minchak, he'd have to repeat marav. Regarding malacha, it doesn't make a difference if it's the tzibur or an individual that made this mistake, as long as they see that it's no longer it's not dark outside, the clouds have moved away and the sun is shining, everyone's muttered to do malacha, the Kabbalah is Shabbos, a Betos, because their acceptance of Shabbos was Batos, it was a mistake, and therefore was not binding. So the only distinction we find between a Tzibor and a yachid is regarding whether or not you have to daven marv again. By Tzibor there's no need to daven again, by yachid, there is. When it comes to malacha, once they realize it's not Shabbos, there's no Isra malacha because it was a Kabbalah Batos. The yeshomrim and Su of the opinion sha osum she Neros nerus a surmbosius malacha us sharan sheis some say that those who lit the candles, although it was betos their ossser to do malacha and everyone else is mutter to do malacha the and some say sha oom ne'er shahudla. And that nair that was lit for Shabbos, it's Usr to touch it, and it's Usr to add oil to it. Even if the candle, the flame, was to go out, it would be usr to move it. Right, so here we have the Machabra telling us the basic halacha of davening and accepting Shabbos betos. We have a distinction between the Tzibar and the Yachir when it comes to David and Mariv. But when it comes to Iser Malacha, as long as you know it was an accident, your Kabbalah of Shabbos, there's no Iser Malacha. There is a Yeshamer that says those who lit candles um, must continue to refrain from Malacha. And there's a Yeshamer that says the candles themselves have a din of Moktza. You can't even touch them. Let's see the mission of Nun Ruhas, that there's no need for the tzibur the Davin and Mariv again. The lo Sibura tziburah avshe haisa. We're not in matriach the tzibur. It's too much of a hassle, even though the davening was Batos, We don't make them come back again. Sifkat the nundal. Let me plug a mincha lamala. The kodesh plug filut because it was before plug Then even for the tzibur we'd make them daven again. The man the filas arves he because before plug you not it was Man Mincha Ayin Lael, Simon Raish Lamad Gimel. We spoke about it in Reish Lamad Gimel, that was the Simon on the Zman from Mincha, and we also spoke about it recently in Reish Samakal. Sikhatanhe So we said if an individual takes on Shabbos by mistake, then he would have to daven Mariv again. Cavin His Palil, because he dabened Batos, Shov he thought it was nightfall and it wasn't really nightfall. The same thing would be true during the week. If a person Davids Mariv uh, sometime before sunset, thinking it's already nighttime, Since he always had Davids Mariv, Bizman, like the Rabbanin, in contrast to Rabbi Yehuda, he always waits until real nightfall. Vayom b'tos hispal, that means today he davened Batos. and even though Rabbi Huda would say that's valid, if his normal custom is the daven bizman, then he'd have the daven again. Sitka the Nunvav, she'osam so the yeshomrim said that those who lit the candles have to refrain from doing malacha. Afim lo palu, even if they didn't yet daven. Of a but without lighting, avshe is palut Shabbos, even though everyone thought it was dark and they daven mariv, kaven shabbatos haisa, because that fila was betos, lo shma that is not an acceptance of Shabbos. So only when you're lighting the candles, then we say it doesn't make a difference if it was betos, you're doing a Misa of lighting and therefore you have to refrain from malacha. If all you're doing is davening, and you realize, hey, it's not really Shabbos yet, then you're allowed to continue the mulacha. V'tama yesh the rationale behind this yesh says the Mishnah, remember the Sfir de shehi al when you're accepting through the action of lighting, that has more power, that's more binding, de isbemaysa, because there's an action, Many of the say that the the community that accepts Shabbos, even if it's betos and even if it's only through davening, that's still considered a valid kabbalah. In contrast to the ruling of the Shulchan Aruch, the only difference would be. That because the community was accepting Shabbos based on a mistaken perception, so then the minority of people who are not accepting Shabbos, they're not pulled after the majority. because the Kabbalah was by accident ve'elak halneged neged poskim and one should not be makel against these poskim. However, in a pressing situation, you're allowed to rely on the first sheet of the Shulchan Aruch. So, although the Shulchan Aruch seems to be very megal, that it's a kabbalah batos, it's worthless, it's meaningless. Of course, you can continue doing mila. The only yesharim is that the person themselves who lit the candles they might have to refrain from mila. But according to many achronim, even if there was no hadlaka, and even if the only way you accepted Shabbos was through tefillah. You accepted Shabbos, and even though you made a mistake in your calculation, you still have to refrain from doing malachah, and that seems to be the ideal. Sifkat the nun zayin. Baruch Hashem, this is not super relevant nowadays, that we do have clocks and we have other ways of telling the time, besides looking up at the heavens. Sifkat the nun zayin So one sheita, one Yesham is that the candle that was lit, l'shem Shabbos, is usher to touch. Hainu, afilu acher shlo hidlik v'lo kibla Shabbos. That means to say that even after it's still no longer lit, so the candle, the flame went out, and you have not you have not yet macables Shabbos, Came of that's what Orzaru writes. So you're not Mikalbah Shabbos, yet still you should not touch that candle that was lit the shame Shabbas. Kass of Ram time, the, Rambatam, the Rambam explains the reason. The Ozilashitose the Kabbalah Tsiba sh'ma and that this sheet is going according to its overall opinion, that an acceptance of the community, even by mistake, is a valid Kabbalah. so therefore the ner becomes mukzah for its mitzvah. The kaven hukz le balim hukz And once it's mukzah to the balim, it's mukzah to everybody. It's mukzah to everybody, like we'll see more about that in the Samanam that discuss mukzah. Vegam gam li and you also can't touch it. Now, that's a strange thing to say. Usually when it comes to Muksa, the Isra is tiltal. You can't move it. But there's no issue of touching Muksa, so why can't you touch these candles? The Chayshina and Shem tamish were concerned you might use it, you might utilize the Ner. So you can't even touch it. Well, the Tzarech Mitzvah, yesh however, the Mitzvah, you can be mekel. Kasve Prima Gadom, Mishihidlik Ner Shabbos b'odah Yom Gadol, v'esne Shalom L'Kabal Shabbos, a person lit a candle. When there is still much daytime left, and he made a stipulation that he does not want to accept Shabbos, afilu hachi huktzah ner Nonetheless, that ner becomes muktzah for its mitzvah, tamish and you should not use that. For any mundane activity of a fila chere and that's also for others as well, the mukzah and muscle the coal Because once it's mukzah to the owner of the object, then it becomes mukzah to everybody else. Sivkat and Tezvav. Misha shal is pala mincha Shabbos, ad shakiblu hakal Shabbos. I've been running late, trying to get home, lot of traffic, my uh, meeting went a lot longer than expected. And it turns out, I didn't have a chance to daven mincha until the kehila already was makab Shabbos. Lo yispa mincha the Mechaber tells us, don't daven mincha in that shul. In the shul where they've already accepted Shabbos, you should not daven a weekday mincha. But rather, you should go outside and daven a shel chol. Now, it's clear from the Shulchan Aruch, that there is more than one shul in this neighborhood. Because if this was the only shul in the neighborhood, and they already accepted Shabbos, so then you can't daven mincha shalcho. You're nigger just like we saw on Sif Base. You're pulled along against your will. So the case here is where you're not pulled along, and therefore you don't have to accept Shabbos yet. Nonetheless, you should not daven your weekday mincha in a shul where everyone has already accepted Shabbos. The who That's obviously assuming that he has not accepted Shabbos with them. But if he already answered Baruchu and he accepted Shabbos together with the shul, then he can no longer daven a regular weekday mincha. But in that case, he should daven Marv twice. Sivkat in Nunches. That means the shul themselves, they already said baruch, so they were Makabal Shabbos. So according to our custom, based on saying Mizmor Shir. Like we saw in Reish Samech Aleph, Sif Dalit, Ayansha. Sif Lo Yus do not daven your weekday the Mincha in that shul where it's already Shabbos for the members. That means even if there's plenty of daytime left before Shkia. It's a sensitivity. Because for the Kal, they were Makadesh the Yom. For you to da'ven a week, Deshman Esrei, it's not the right thing to do. Sivkat and Avalim Anna, meaning to say if you answered Baruchu together with them, Hainu Sho'on Vasoba Atmo Kodesh Badnias Baruch, Barchu, therefore you yourself accepted Shabbos through responding Baruch. V'ech then how could you make it chol? Mishumachi lesle kanta. There's no etza. The only thing you could do is David Marv twice as a tashlumen. Sivkot and Samachalev, Mish David Marv twice. Hainu mitchila le shem Shabbos, v'acher kach, shneel le tashlumen mincha. We saw before in Simmon Kufchest the halachos of tashlumen. Whenever you're doing a tashlum, and you always daven the Tfila that's appropriate for right here and now, and then the second one makes up for the 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 one that I missed. So you first daven the regular Shabbos Marv, having in mind I should be Yotze mariv and I'll daven now a second Shabbos Marv having in mind to be uh, Yotze the Mincha that I missed. V'Im Hafach, and if one switched it around. At the first one, Esrei, you had in mind to make it for Mincha, and the second one was for the Maariv and Shabbos. Ev'sher de Yatza could be your yotzei. Howal v'dayin yom man Mincha, because here it's a, it's a tricky case, it's a unique case. I'm davening the tefillah that I missed, even though it's still time for that tefillah. It's still daytime, and objectively speaking, one can daven Mincha, so it could be, in this case... If you were to daven the Tashlubim for Mincha before the actual Mariv, you might still be Yotze Kane Kasov, Primagodim, Esim Take a look as well the Primagodim, Eshmatzo, Zov, in Kofches, Sifches. Sifkat Okay, so in the Halachalimais, we've seen that if you enter into a shul and they've already accepted Shabbos, meaning they've already said the last stanza of L'Chadodi, or there is a Mizmur then you should not daven Mincha in that shul, but rather you should stand outside Otherwise it's a lack of sensitivity. Sif Tes Zion. In both the basic kinesis, some cabal lets it Let's say you come to shul not so late. You're getting there before they're said Mizmar Shir, but they're about to say it soon. Then you'd be allowed to start davening your weekday mincha. Even though, as you're davening mincha, you're going to be somewhere in the middle of Baruch Aleinu, and they're going to be saying Mizmar Shilyam Shabbos, accepting Shabbos, that's not a problem as long as you started when it was permissible, that's not a violation of this sensitivity. Says the Mishnah if you started dabbing Mincha, you did not wait until you answered Baruch because if you did answer Baruch then you couldn't dabbing Mincha afterwards. As long as you started before they accepted Shabbos, that's not a problem. Even though you're well aware of the fact that you'd be totally uh, unable to finish your Sh'mon Esrei before they get to Menchah, I can't even finish half of my Esrei before they get to, to Baruch rather as long as you started before they accepted Shabbos, that's considered Hizchil beheter. Because the whole concept of this Iser that we saw in the previous Sif, not davening at Tfilah Shalchol when your friends have accepted Shabbos, it's not a real Iser, it's a Chumrah, it's a sensitivity, it's something to stay away from, and therefore, as long as you start beheter, it's mutter to continue. Still, the best thing to do is, if you know you're not going to be finished with your weekday mincha before the tzibor accepts Shabbos, it's better to have an outside. Sif Yodzai in the last Sif of the Simen. Usually we talk about Amir La'akum. Here we have the case of Amir La'yisrael. Some were of the opinion that one who accepts Shabbos before nightfall, he's allowed to ask his friend, who's a Jew, who has not yet accepted Shabbos, to do melacha for him. Says the Ramah, And you're allowed to derive benefit from that melacha on Shabbos. The for sure after Shabbos. And for sure after Shabbos one who has not yet Davin Marev, or his third meal is extending well into the evening, so it's officially no longer Shabbos, but he has not yet separated himself, he hasn't Davin Marev, he hasn't said Baruch HaMavdil, so Motei Lom Yisrael, Mishikavar Palo, he's allowed to ask a, a friend of his, a Jewish friend, who's already Davin Marev, V'hivdil, and made Havdalah, we'll see what that really means, is he's Davin he's Marev with the Havdalah, in the bracha of Atah it doesn't mean he needs to also say Habadal Alakos. He's allowed to ask his Jewish friend to do melacha for him, to light candles, to cook something for him. And it's actually mutter to benefit and eat from that melacha So we have two cases here. The Machaber is talking about a case of leading into Shabbos where one is Makabul Shabbos early, but he wants to ask his Jewish friend or neighbor to do Molochah for him before Shabbos officially starts, and the Mechabr says, that's okay. And the Ramah has the opposite part of the day, where I'm still in Shabbos, for you though it's no longer Shabbos, You've Davin Mariv. I'm allowed to ask you to do Molochah for me and benefit from that Molochah. Sivkotin and Samech Lomar, to mutter because it's mutter for your friend he has not yet accepted Shabbos. There's no iser of asking him to do malacha for you. This talk this must be talking about a case where there's still plenty of time before Binish shows. Indeed musaqlamanish because if we're getting close to sunset to the onset of banish mashos then mavada kibla rovanche shabbos. then the assumption is that most people have accepted shabbos. va nigra and therefore your friend will be dragged along even against his will to accept shabbos, like we saw earlier in sifiy base for lo and this whole discussion would not be relevant so this whole discussion is applicable in a case where there's plenty of time before banish mashos and uh, you're asking a, a friend of yours to do malacha for you who has not yet accepted Shabbos. Once it gets close to B'nish Moshos, Don't wait off and say Mismor kabal sheer. Or anything else that we say to accept Shabbos. Shabbos. You might think, listen, I want to be a good guy. We know there are a few other people who are not yet at Shul and they're trying to finish off their, their business dealings and getting things organized before Shabbos. Let's hold off and say Ms. Shir. Leave, leave them time, and then we could say a little bit later. To that, the uh, Mishnah Brewer is telling us don't do that. Continue davening. You say Ms. Morshir, you accept Shabbos, and those people who are not there will have to be uh, schlepped along with you. Sif Katan. It's more of a chiddush to say that if you accept Shabbos early, you're allowed to have a Jew do malacha for you, because at this point you can't get out of Shabbos, at least not easily. Nonetheless, it's mutter to have a, not, to have a Jew do malacha for you. The kol shekem v'otzay Shabbos, therefore, it would seem logical that for sure, when it comes to after Shabbos. Every moment you'd like, once it's officially nightfall, you could daven, you can make havdalah. So mikol that's why kol shikin is muter to have a Jew do malacha for you. It just means that you made havdalah in the in the tfila. That allows you to do malacha, like we'll see in Resh Tzadites. Even though you have not yet made havdalah al hakos. You're allowed to get benefit from the malacha the Jew does for you. The Lavush comes along and says, No, it's also to get Hana. Unless you've already benched and you're no longer in Shabbos, then you're allowed to, to have a non Jew do malacha, to have a Jew do malacha for you rather, and benefit from that malacha. However, speak out against the Levush and they agree with the Shulchan Aruch that even if you have not yet benched and you're still in full four Shabbos mode, you're allowed to have a fellow Jew do malacha for you. And if one said Hamavdil in the middle of the third meal, L'chuli al-Mashari, Everyone agrees it's a mother to ask him to do malacha for you, like we'll see in Reish Tzadites, to feel, Because then, once you said Baruch Shem, once you said Baruch HaMavdul Ben Kodesh Lechol, then you could do malacha yourself, so of course you could have someone do malacha for you. This is interesting, Shaila, once you say Baruch HaMavdul Ben Kodesh during Shiloh and now you're going to bench, do you do you say Ritzeh Kevin Sh'asim mitchilas Do you not say it because I've already made it weekday? Prima Gadem says interesting idea that although we have the concept of the Yachid or the Mute getting dragged after the Rove, like we saw in Sif base, when it comes to Motay Shabbos, then we don't have that same principle. Ain ha even though you could say most people or everybody has not yet David Marv and, and they're still keeping Shabbos, I don't have to continue keeping Shabbos once Shabbos is over. As soon as that time is up, whatever that time is, depending on locale, you'd be allowed to David Marv and make Havdollah. So this, with this, we finish Simon Resh, Sam We've been through some of the, the guiding principles of Halakas Neros, the source of the mitzvah, the reason for the mitzvah, who is obligated in lighting, some of the cases where one is away from home, different parts of the house where we have a chiyuv, the iqar part is obviously the dining room, the makom of the suda, we spoke about the uh, the time of lighting. Spoke about making stipulations and Mitzvah Shem. Well, we could have different discussions, getting more into the details. But those were the Yosodos, and we'll continue next time with Reish Sam